0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never
1: been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being. This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted
0: by Tasha Makia. What's cracking? What's really good?
2: They don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. We're back, baby. Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by your girl, Tasha Makia. We are here. Here we are. Real quick, let's get to business. We're super excited because we're changing up locations. March seventh, we are taking Super Circus Saturday to Aurora, Aurora A-Town. Colorado. A town is in the and,
1: house. And where
2: exactly are we going to be at, D?
1: Mississippi and two twenty-five in that region. So
2: Chambers in Mississippi.
1: Chambers in Mississippi.
2: Yeah. And one. make sure you check in at nine forty-five. We're going to have some awesome vendors out there. You want to throw that down real quick, D?
1: We got uh, who? Mad Dog.
2: Mad. It's not Mad Dog. <laughs> Boy Jesse <laughs>
1: Junker is going to be there. Junker yes. training with uh, Cryo Chamber. Nice. Uh, uh, That's been cupping, amazing. Massage, so look to them. For cupping? that. cupping. They do badass. Can cupping. I
2: do cupping? You can do cupping with this. Yeah, you uh-huh. could. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, do you cupping. Have a
1: bunch of okay. like, leopard spots. I, I don't mean, mind it. You look hot with that. I think I will. Your with your skin, the Puerto Rican, <laughs> do see through.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Transparent. Know, pretty boy. much. Thanks, Dave. Damn it.
1: She got me off topic <laughs> here. She always does that shit. That's what she does. Um, so we got <laughs> Jimmy John's. My boy Chris is gonna oh, have Jimmy sandwiches out there That's for everyone to mouth on before and after. Yep. We got revive. MD, t- testosterone HRT clinic. Shout out to Todd and Susie and the group over there. They're going to be there doing our free B12 shots. On site. That was a really good hit.
2: It was a really great hit. I forgot to get mine. I was so excited with everything that was going on. So make sure you meet us out there. March 7th is going to be awesome. Make sure you come on out for Crunch Fitness on Chambers in Mississippi. Check-in time is 945. All right, so let's get to it. We're really, really excited. We have a special guest in the building today. And when it comes to fitness, fitness is not just always about the physical. It can be a lot deeper. And sometimes it all starts in the mental, and that's what actually brings you to this beautiful place called the gym where you kick your own ass to get through some of your own things. So today we have special guests in the building, a friend of the show, a friend outside the show, too. Her name is Chelsea, personal trainer, management and all that. Welcome, Chelsea. Hello.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so blessed to be here.
2: So I'm excited because childhood traumas can truly affect so many different people in so many different ways. So today she's here to talk about that, talk about substance abuse, how she got through her journey. And if she can do it, you can do it too. Now, I was talking to my boss, and he didn't tell me anything about the story, and so I decided to reach out to Chelsea over the weekend just to get a little bit of tidbits, and I said, oh my gosh, this is a story we have to share on the podcast, and we're so excited to have you here today. So, with your struggles, where did it start for you? How did it start for you?
3: So, um, long, long, long story. Mm-hmm. Um, Way, way back. So, I think my struggles started with um insecurities, self-worth, you mm-hmm. know, everything that everybody touches on at some point in time in their life. Um. Um, started way back in my youth Um, I remember earliest you know eight nine years old feeling very fat very unworthy very um, just unliked Um, and I was I was an obese kid but um, it it just dug to another level that started creating some really uh, deep insecurities and um, I remember always trying to search for the quick fix, uh, whatever diet, you know, whatever exercise, something. And I was too young to even understand what any of this meant, right. much less, you know, apply it at um, eight or
2: nine years old. Yes. What made yes. you think like that at that age?
3: You know what I go back to thinking. A lot of it had to do with uh, my dad, which we've grown from then, you know, just, and then media
2: Mm. kind of, you
3: know, placing what you think you should be and all those expectations that you think you should look like, which is, it's crazy. It's silly. And that's, you know, social media and stuff too. Yeah. You -hmm. have to really pay attention to what it is that's real and what's not real and what expectations are for who you are. So yeah, I remember, you know, dabbling in like drinking Slim Fast at like eight years old and then, you know, just trying to always fix something that didn't really need to be fixed. You're supposed to be playing sports and stuff at eight. And getting dirty. Right, right. Playing outside. Yeah, and then I remember, you know, being teased, you know, you go back to bullying and stuff that's really prevalent right now. I know that we've had a lot of, like, suicide stuff going on in elementary schools, middle schools, so it's a big deal. It's Mm -hmm. a big deal that is underplayed and not recognized to be dealt with um, enough. But um, mine uh, was kind of a slower progression, and it was dealt with by myself, but so it it progressed into, um, I I think I I started using... So I started smoking pot and drinking um, probably at about 10. And then it progressed pretty fast. The first time that I used... Um, and this, I went looking for something to, to fix what I thought was such an issue with myself. Um, I started using hard stuff at 11 and I went searching for something that I'd heard about on TV from one of my favorite actresses. And um, wow, it was, you know, amphetamines and stimulants. Um, and I remember all I heard was that this, this stuff was going to help me lose weight this fast. And I didn't stick around to hear that it ruined her life and she went to jail. And I, you know, I, I literally, I remember watching this episode, you, you I heard what I wanted wanted i went right. to the phone and i i found what i wanted and um very very quickly it progressed into um me becoming addicted to losing weight versus you know the actual substance in the drug and then um right so at this point you know fast forward a couple of years you know 11 12 13 14 15 you know, using just barely skating by in school and whatnot. But I got sick of seeing my quote unquote friends, you know, go to jail or disappear, die, or one of the two. So I right. decided to quit using uh, the hard stuff. And right. um, so I just quit. And I remember I used to boast about uh, just quitting, and not having to go to rehab, and not having to do any of that stuff. I just, just white it knuckled it. Own. Yep. Did yeah. it on my own. And then I went on to live what a semi normal life would have been. You know, I graduated from high school. I went to college. Um, I got into the medical world. Uh, I was a scrub nurse for six years, but I I remember through that time, this nine years of not using what I now know is. Uh, dry addict because i I definitely recognize myself as somebody who lives in recovery Mm. um, and working on a program for myself that keeps me healthy um, mind body and soul but during those times um, the nine years that i i wasn't using i remember still i went back to my old thoughts and behaviors of diets and exercises and and quick fixes of you know always trying to find relief outside of myself Mm. and never really realizing that The onions, the the layer of the onion is the deeper part. The core is what needed to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it was going to be this rat race of uh, trying to always band-aid a superficial something that was really, you know, it was much more. Mm -hmm. And um, every human being, we have the same emotions. We have the same feelings. Mm -hmm. They may be brought up in a different light because of different, you know, issues. But at the end of the day, everybody has sadness. Everybody has insecurities. Everybody has fear. And uh, we all deal with it in a certain way um, or don't deal with it right. in a certain way. Which is not good. Right. Because right. it comes back somehow, some Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Right? In some fashion. Right. You know, some kind of coping skill. And um,
1: I think there's more to that than. I think more people don't deal with it. Right. And then they try to numb it.
3: Yes. But then you're numbing it somehow. And yes. then it comes back yeah. 10
1: times worse. Yeah. yeah. A year, two year, three yep. years, three right. years down the road yep. when you're in a relationship or you have children yep. or something like that. And then now you have that on top of the addiction that you never took care of. Absolutely. That's a lot of layers.
3: And we all have this pride thing where we think that, you know, or we isolate ourselves where we think that I'm the only one that's dealing with this. I'm the only one that has fear yeah. around this. I'm the only one yeah. that's struggling with this. And that's so not true. No, it's not. You know, everybody is struggling with stuff. And the more that we talk about it the more that you bring it to a head so right. it can be dealt with, mm-hmm. you find the solutions. You yeah. be more a part of the solution oriented than the problem. And you realize you know? you're not alone. Yes. I think that
1: that's where social media actually is yes. beneficial.
3: Uh, it, be. it has its ups and I
1: downs. Think, yeah, yeah it does, for sure. But I think that it I agree. can be. Yeah beneficial in the standpoint of I'm mm-hmm. not alone. Yes. You know, now granted some people utilize it as a crutch and look yes. at me, look at me, and yep. attention. Camera, right, blah, 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 blah. right. Yes. But right. The people that are actually on there mm-hmm. like yourself that have pulled yourself out and, and mm-hmm. done an amazing job with it. And, and, you know, I know Chelsea on a personal level, you know, when she very first started with us and we've known each other for over a year now. Yep. And, and I mean, you have come amazingly so far. And I've been one of your biggest fans, as yep. you well know. And, and I always will be. And but the biggest thing is and, and is that i think that that's where i think the twitter and the facebook and the and the the um, the, the apps that you mm. can see now that's what it should be used for they for the good positive yeah, yeah.
2: for the for the sharing
1: but then you have these asses that basically come on and start talking garbage
3: yeah
1: and don't yeah. rear their head because yeah. they have a platform that they don't have to be uh, held accountable for what they say. Right. And that's where it becomes such Doesn't a make everything look glittery aspect. and
2: shiny right. People are instead so quick of quick
1: to jump right. on someone and call them out. Oh yeah. But yet they're behind a keyboard or they're behind a a, a facade that yeah. you know they don't have to be accountable for yeah. their actions or what right. they say. And a lot of them that do that have never been in the situation that you have been in or mm-hmm. other people that have dealt with the same type of situation that you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. to the level that you have. Yeah, I mean, right. it's one thing to say, oh, I have a problem and I'm addicted to this and and okay, that's cool. You can cope with it and get over it. But we're talking a whole nother level Yeah, when
2: well, you're transparent like you, right. that's I, a and, whole and different such a, story.
1: A, such an amazing accomplishment. Right. I can't really tell you enough how proud I personally am of you and these guys are of you. That's why we you. brought you on because, again, there's so many different levels. I and mean, yeah. you hit that level that a lot of people do hit, but they don't want to succumb to it yeah. and admit it and call themselves well, out of
3: it. And this is the big thing in recovery is you have to hit the point of surrender. You you gotta, you'll hear that word in you recovery. Gotta, uh, you have I to like surrender. Because yeah. Because once you surrender yeah. you literally open the floodgates for accepting what is to come. Touch yeah. He makes me surrender all the time. He makes me. She you makes
1: me so so Oh, I've seen up. it. She makes me surrender her all the time. I've seen it. Because i deal with him number two. I've seen like, it. Like, I gotta surrender to her. I gotta surrender her. He's, He's ridiculous. He surrender to you. He's it's it. like, and then I got Victor the Peloton boy in their oh office God.
3: over there yeah acceptance it's acceptance and you know like my, my <laughs> first go-around when I had uh you know the nine years I hid it I hid my old past I hid my addiction um that I'd gone through because I, I still wasn't relating and I, I didn't I don't know I was ashamed of it but I think it's because now that I'm in recovery I feel like it's because I had reservations mm. and I had reservations about what I wanted to come and I didn't want to fully accept yeah. and surrender mm-hmm. that I had this problem there were deeper levels to it right. that I didn't you want had to, peel to them look all back. At. Yep. You know I wasn't let me ask you this yet. at 11 years
2: old yep. I mean my son London is 11 years old and when you're telling your story I'm thinking about London yeah. and his mentality and his innocence you know what I mean yeah. and so and then you say 9 and I'm thinking of my son Dylan, Dylan is still playing with trucks, and yep. you know he's he's into his camouflage. Like there's yep. so innocence. Like how did you at eleven innocence with that? innocence how did you
3: hide that? You know, there was a lot going on. Um, how did you know to hide yeah. it? You know what I mean? Like, it's not common for 11-year-old yeah. to yeah. a Slim Fast out right. of the fridge. Because right. kids can't
2: lie I for it.
1: Shit. Right. Well, I don't agree with that. I'm, uh, I, I still can't lie. I'm a grown-ass mom, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But how did you, but how did no, you seriously, do that? Like, most kids are not going to go grab a Slim yeah. Fast out of the fridge and drink so that as a drink of choice. My dad but bought Slim Fast for me. Like, oh, this is good. I'm going to drink the shade. But for someone like you. My dad
3: was the one that bought the Slim Fast for me. Like I remember struggling and telling him, like, Dad, I don't feel worthy, I don't feel, I feel fat, and he would, this is another thing with parents and, like, who he idolized, you know, my dad would uh, shame heavy people in front of me uh. and I was you know and I would be identifying with these these people right. in front of me and then I would tell him and then he would turn around and get me slim. fat it was just this wicked battle right. so he was
1: feeding the, 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 the Both. machine
3: yes. and so even the machine. though he's not speaking of you he's speaking of you when right. he's speaking right. of
1: these right. people right inadvertently yeah. he had There's no a heavier set person yes. but look at my daughter over here She's got kind of uh. heavy too so this is what we'll do for you to try and make amends and it was make a whole yeah, connection and, mo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right.
3: yeah I don't know and then like I lived in two separate households and um my mom, who had um, primary custody, she had a lot going on, and she was working, you know, full time, a couple jobs, and I was kind of uh, taking mm. care of my younger sister, so I was much more um, in an adult a than a child. Yes. 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 So it was easier for you it to hide. Much Quickly. easier.
1: You had much to take easier. Take care of her. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was kind of a broken yeah. situation. Yeah. On both sides. Right. It wasn't
3: hard at all. Right. I, I rarely saw my dad growing up early on. Um, it was like one time a week when I was younger. Right. Um, and so it was it was kind of easy, but at the same time, like uh, we talked about, you know, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was that typical. What the stereotype is of of an uh, an addict that right. uses that, you know, gets the look and gets the sick, you know, yeah. look. And I um I lost weight and I felt good. And uh, you know, there were certain signs that I'm sure that um, my parents they after talking with them, they kind of would. You know, turn a blank eye just because Mm -hmm. they didn't know what to do. Right. Um, And they didn't also, they had that same thing. Like, it's 11, 12 years old. Like, that can't be the thing. That can't be what's going on. That's not even what's happening here. Yeah. Right. Kind of just swiping under the rug. Right. So, um,. But, yeah, so fast forward um, to, you know, not dealing with the issues, band-aiding the problem, so on and so forth, and I kept trying to seek outside of myself um, to fix all these underlying issues of self-worth. It all goes back to Mm self-worth. And um, so fast forward and... uh, I got you know I was living the quote unquote American dream. Got married, mm-hmm. um, we got pregnant on the honeymoon. We had a house, cars, great jobs, the mm-hmm. whole shebang. Right? Still wasn't happy with myself. Inside, um, yeah. Just wasn't. I smoked. I, I drank a lot. You I was comparing still comparing
1: yourself to a lot
3: of people. Oh yeah, you all know. the time, all the time. I That's never. Thing too. Yep. Comparing, yeah, and always idolizing things that you have no idea what somebody's right. going through. Right. Like you have it's, no idea what you it see the
1: surface is. Surface level, right but you right. don't see the internals. And I think that's one right. thing that we really try and do with this yeah. particular show that we do is mm-hmm. kind of like you said, and I think you, you really hit the nail on the head with the whole onion analogy. Right. It's a perfect analogy. You know, we try and help people pull that mm-hmm. layers back and get to the root of the issue. Yes. Of their so you can live. Yes. Yeah. Being yes. critical of themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yes. So it's like, it, you bring up a very, yes. very
3: valid point. So, yeah. So, um, I got pregnant, and this is where it all kind of started to rear its ugly head again. Oh. Um, At my heaviest, after I had my wonderful daughter, Kyla... Um, I was at 253 pounds was my heaviest, mm-hmm. and I'm five foot one guys, so mm-hmm. I showed every bit of it, mm-hmm. felt every bit of it. Oh, I was more was than curvy. I was, was more than curvy. The curves coming for days. More it was that curvy. ass curvy. <laughs> You make me sick. I, so you know curvy. those Mumos? You know those Mumos that you can buy from Seven Eleven that like what for is like, a like one of those what like the
1: Hawaiian people wear. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. I have so one like of them. It's like a paper towel. Full cut First of all,
2: they're cute. I have like four. and I are Thank you, jeans, brother. So I can only okay. fit into yeah, one.
1: one is, a <laughs> coming on. <laughs> That's Here all comes that a I could wear. On. Here she comes with the boo on. That's all
2: I could wear was Shout out to a boo Right, because it's comfortable, it's covering yes. you up, and it's
3: not... It's, it's not, not yeah.
2: form-fitting.
3: But right. I hate have it. to be
1: so critical. People right. are going to like, Oh my lord. Well, I didn't yeah. have money
3: to go get a new like right, wardrobe right, either. So right. it, it just manifested into this, you know, more mm-hmm. and it just brought it brought back up you that, that internal onion. yeah. Mm-hmm. So long story short, go back in my first day back from a um, from maternity leave and um series of events i uh lost my job of six years i actually relapsed on the hard stuff that day wow and um it was a combination of just not feeling worthy uh kind of my one thing that was my identity still that i had was gone and then i'm sitting here you know 150 pounds heavier and um i just was feeling just icky and uh yep i went to the one thing that i I knew was gonna i thought offer me relief right and uh, off and on off and on you know i um hit it when i got a new job and then i was losing the weight and it sucked because everybody around me was like oh what are you doing you look great i'm like the oh, compliment co- yeah The yeah it was just fueling the that. Yep. yeah and it was it's so unhealthy to a fact that it's fueling this um this this Bullshit. baloney <laughs> yeah. you know baloney uh band-aid so long story short that all fell apart and um Mm. i ended up getting i lost everything i I ended up getting a divorce um i you know lost my other my next job that i got at the hospital i i'm gonna stop you right there
1: for a second because i want to interrupt yeah which I'm really good at doing. But.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, we know. We know that. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> we know. oh, we know. Have
1: oh, mercy. Oh, I will turn the mics off. Whatever. <laughs> we'll go, we love of, you. You know what, everybody out there, it says Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Okay, <laughs> everyone in by. Is, you know oh, yes, what? sir. Don't make me go get Victor. Tasha right McKee. <laughs> go really get him. Victor on <laughs> here. But no, real talk. It's, I want to stop you for a second because mm-hmm. I want to touch on what you just said. I got divorced. Yeah. And not to bring yep. up a sticky subject, nope. mm-hmm. but, but it's a lot of people can relate to this
2: right
1: how long do you feel or what are the steps do you feel that the other spouse is supposed to do
2: and, uh, because, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I am a very like caring individual when it comes mm-hmm. to my relationships.
1: Yep. And and I am the first one to give mm-hmm. my family, as you all guys yeah. all know, all of because you. of my family,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the shirt off my back. And, and mm-hmm. you know, you call yourself out to these people and you become transparent. Mm-hmm. Tasha is like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. You are very close to me. Victor is like a damn big mm-hmm. brother to me. Mm-hmm. How long and how much Mm -hmm. is a spouse supposed to take on before they're like you know like I've been here with you through this and then now you relapsed again And and it's like, what about my life? Yep. What about my that's, mental? You know? it's, and, and that's I'm not exactly what happened. No, 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 knees, no, absolutely. But I, I want to play that double down no, no, because no, it's you know, we true. got no, it's people out happened. there that are listening, probably going yeah. like, you know what? My wife what, what about and my me? husband right through what that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yep. we have such a precious, yep. short amount of time here yep. that we all keep realizing because it's thrown in our face yes. on a daily basis. Dude. And I mean, you know. It's one of those things that yes. I think that really you can probably attest yeah. to it more she so be than the anybody. the best person to right? answer because it. Because it's yeah. like, mm. how yes. much does your husband, boyfriend, yep. fiancé have to go yes, through that right. they finally say, you yep. know what? What about my yep. life
3: here? Yeah. So if I had to answer, like that... It's when they're done because, I, and now my yeah yeah that's true. Yeah. My ex husband and I we're friends now. We were that's friends so before. Good. That's yeah. so good. so good. Things, and especially with the kids. Yeah, and he um he we so long story short, back in the day we used together. Uh We both went on our own paths. We both got clean in different ways, and then we just by chance revisit. That's how we end up together. But. That was kind of the conversation. Was when he found out what was going on, he he told me he's like I cannot be with somebody using. You know wow, what that's, wow. I can't. But he yeah. was a
1: previous user. Yes. Yeah. So but yes. he cleaned like, himself yes. up. Right. But yes. He was like, like, I'm, like done I'm done with say, well, this. Like you know what? Yes. Look, like I yes. was bad with you. Yes. Which,
3: and I don't want to be there and I'm anymore. Done, and that's so yeah. now why you got
1: to get your shit yep. together because I'm yep. not gonna keep doing this. God
3: bless. And it just it was we both handled it in um and we've come to to amends. We've had conversations where we both kind of owned our part because both of us sucked at dealing with what happened yeah. Um, if it's we could lot. go back and do it again but that's where living in the moment and like kind of just finding gratitude in situations that happen I look back and we, were, we weren't supposed to be together like we weren't we were on different paths and it just unfortunately Timing. yeah it, it yeah. happened this it way does. But
1: it that path mm-hmm. and that's kind of like fate yeah. it's kind of like you know, some people yep. don't believe in fate some people don't believe in like I weird, do universe.
2: I'm a romantical yeah. person yeah and
1: like people say well if you put it out there then it'll come true and you yeah. keep yeah. thinking about it it's like yeah. a dream oh. but no real talk it's like yeah. it's funny because you know we laugh and we joke around yeah. and stuff like that and try and make light of such a serious topic because mm-hmm. you kind of have, have to, to in a Oh, way. you have to. Because, you know, with this day mm-hmm. and age, like we said before, mm-hmm. it is such a, a, a time-sensitive time right now. Everybody's on edge. You yeah. know, whether they're going through addiction or they're going through financial loss or relationship loss or medical problems.
2: Yeah, that, everybody has you know, something. Everybody
1: has something. Yep. And, you know, so I guess my question to you then is, Becoming friends with him, mm-hmm. how long did it take for him to accept mm-hmm. you back mm-hmm. into his life? And mm-hmm. how I know how I am, and I know that if I was in a relationship, and and and, mm-hmm. and and agree or disagree with this, Tosh, that you had so much love for someone, and watching them disintegrate in front of you, yeah, you know, you gotta finally say, yep. okay, enough is enough. I gotta yep. look at my life, yep. right? But then that person comes back,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're better than ever, mm-hmm. right? And, and let's say they're in, in, in another relationship mm-hmm. or there may not be in another relationship. Mm-hmm. And we've had this discussion, yep. uh, uh, you know, personally, how hard is it to not want to rekindle that with that person? Mm-hmm. Because you guys had so much in common yeah. and, you know, granted that wasn't the platform yeah. and foundation of the relationship, but it ended mm-hmm. up becoming somewhat of a platform yeah. to, for both of you. But I guess my question to you is, is how hard is it to try and not get back with that person? Yeah. Because you have so much in common,
2: you have a kid you know, together. Right? You
1: have a kid together. You're Mystery. married. Yeah. You know you know each other. And that, granted, people change. <laughs> yeah. But
3: honestly, it's simple for me, and I don't think it's like this for every situation. But like I said before, I feel like a lot of the uh, the series of events that led to the using and the the couple of years of chaos led also into me not being true to myself. So like I said, we weren't we were meant to be together. We're friends. We're meant to be friends for sure. It got so bad that like I literally lost everything and I was gone for so long out of my ex husband's life, out of my daughter's life. Yeah. I went to grid. I was in I was gone, like, whether it was in my addiction or gone from the repercussions of my addiction, if you know what I mean, at a little stay.
1: Just doing your own thing.
3: Yeah. And um So by the time that I I literally reached what they call the bottom, I had to reinvent myself. And I really spent the time that, um, so I, I got, um, I ended up at the Haven Pier One program. I'm totally going to play them today because they, it saved my life. It's one of the, so where where are they and
1: and what do they do?
3: So it is, um, it's a halfway house slash recovery house. It's the hardest one in the country, but it's a behavior mod program. Mm -hmm. Um, it's out at the old Fort Logan base, but, um. It is, um, they're really trying to push for recovery versus incarceration. Um, they're trying to do rehabilitation versus, um, like just putting them away and then letting them back out. If you're not doing something to kind of waste of time yes, and 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 money, that's
1: been proven. Mm -hmm. So
3: I, if you use it, it absolutely works. But, um, during this time to, to get back and answer your question, I was there from, um, Late 2017 till I just graduated last December. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yes. you. It's a hard such awesome. a program, Big man. Deal. During this time, I really used the time to break myself down and pick apart my brain, my soul, my heart about what it is that, why? Like, why did this all happen? And the, the issues that, you know, we talked about that people that brings up those emotions that cause the feelings that we band-aid. Mm. And um, with that, what I, one of the things that I found out was that my husband and I had nothing in common. Like, everything that I value and that I wanted... We did not. You mean after? Yeah, yeah. like after. we. Yeah, I. I didn't know who I was, and right. I kept trying to be everything to everybody else. So
1: you grew apart. You disconnected. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where. But when where you clear the air, out. you realize, yeah. yo, we yeah. really yeah. didn't yeah. have this
2: much. Not, yeah, we have right. a great we, friendship, we had, we right. Had using right? Right, together, right, right. And that was brilliant. And I know I could right. rely on you. Right. for that right. exactly. well, we, And
3: we drank together. That was the thing too. So like, even though I had. And this is why I'm such a big promoter of recovery. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, but for me, I knew that I had to take away all mind body altering substances. I used to smoke like a chimney. I used to drink like a fish after I even used because I was still band aiding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and now I you know, it's rare that I take an ibuprofen, but what my my fuel, what my drug is, is leading into it, fitness. Mm-hmm. Um once I got in and I was uh locked down for a little bit, I really was like, All right Chelsea, you're gonna you're gonna do this the right way and I started studying health and fitness. So
2: with you, let me mm-hmm. let me go back just yep. a minute. With you Reinventing yourself. What what triggered you to do that? Like like, where did the idea come from? Did someone say, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. This is what the best thing to do. Find the good parts." Yeah, maybe of there yourself. was someone that was like,
1: "Hey, girl, you, you know should I come mean? to the gym yeah. with me," or "Hey, girl, maybe yeah. you should look into work like, out." So, yeah.
3: To get like right down to the nitty gritty. So no, I was actually in jail, and I knew I was going to be in there for a little bit. And um, I was like, "Well, what are you going to do to utilize your time?" Mm-hmm. So I was like, "You know what? The one thing that you've never done, Chelsea, you've never." Put in the work and done it the right way. Mm. It's a long process. I always wanted a quick fix. So I started literally anytime I could, I would peg the the guards for um, like men's health or women's health magazines. I yeah. would Anytime the book cart came around, I'd study anything that had to do with health and fitness. I was trading everybody my cookies for their vegetables and like doing like anything I could. Yes. To, no, to, no, don't listen
1: to that. You know what? I'm going to intervene here. Um, don't listen to that. Eat your cookies. Don't eat the cookies. And you can still have vegetables too, but eat your cookies. No. Green stuff vegetables is gross. I'm, so I'm playing. I'm only playing. Just, eat your vegetables. Yes,
3: that's yes. And, and, but you're allowed to splurge, absolutely. You don't have to you be eccentric. you eat your Big Macs,
1: everyone. You <laughs> know so this.
2: for you being in jail, yeah. now you're in jail, yep. now you're switching out things just to feed yourself. Yeah. Like how important was being consistent for you
3: it was very it was very important and i actually what's funny is that and ironic is that what got me through then is what continues to get me through out here too is it's mm-hmm. the routine and the habit that i built from it and the i look forward to it i look forward to the structure i look forward to knowing that this is something i i have control over like i have Control over how I treat myself. And I enjoy treating myself well. It used to be a punishing aspect of, like, when you smoke and you drink, you feel like crap, and you don't eat yeah. well, you don't exercise, you don't take care of yourself. Like, it fuels the, the unworthiness, that deep layer of the onion. I
1: think that you know? that's one thing that a lot of people do not understand with starting a fitness journey. Yeah. Let me clarify this yep. for people. When you start the fitness journey, no one's forcing you to do it right mm-hmm. no one's forcing you to go to the right. gym decision no one's forcing you to eat six times a day right no one's forcing you to eat clean right it's a lifestyle choice yeah mm-hmm. and whether you admire someone or you start getting into it because of a situation like you were into it should it should always be a positive thing yeah. because yeah. no one's forcing you yep. to do it no you, yeah, should look at, you should look at the the aspect mm-hmm. and say what am I getting out of this? Not what Tosh is getting out of Mm -hmm. it or what is Chelsea getting out of it or Mm -hmm. what is Big D getting out of it. It's what you're personally getting out of Mm -hmm. it. And I think that's one problem that we're having as well with so many people getting started and then falling off the bandwagon, especially with the new year and all that kind of stuff, is that... Well, I don't see the gains, and I'm not going to look like her. Or I'm not going to look like him, yeah. and I can't do outside that. Outside of yourself, I can't it. you're still so looking outside you know, yourself. The hell with it? I'm not going to yep. do it. Right. Yep. And then I think but you, you beat yourself a, down right, before you even yeah. get it's there mentally. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's yes. like you're already putting yourself in a negative, yep. you know, connotative way yep. yes. before you even start. Yes. And that's why I wanted to intervene because I think you're a perfect example of you know I have nothing better to do with my time, so I'm going to utilize it in the best way possible. For Chelsea. May not work for your cellmate, may not work for the CEO, because let's be real. How many CEOs do you see there are right, that? In shape? All, right, no. all right, let's be yep. let's be real here. Okay? They ain't running after nobody. No, <laughs> no, there ain't nobody they might, off the here. On you. You know? <laughs> yep. Don't pick me up in the white bands, okay? Yep. Just leave <laughs> the white bands alone, yep. boys. You know, but no, in all seriousness, it's like, you know, you look at people out there and it goes right back to what you were talking about before, being so judgmental. Yeah. I am the first one to call myself out. Everyone knows me. I call myself out. Right. I am very critical of certain people, and I have no right to be. And I think when you start calling yourself out, you you be honest with yourself. That's the best. You're no better, you're it's no the best better than thing the other ever. person. Nope. And that's one thing that I can attest my fiancé uh, is helping me with because that's been something, I think, because I was small when I started. I was small as hell. And, you know, people look at me now and they're like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. But yep. there is a way. Yep. And it's just like you. You are 240 yep. pa- no, pounds. No, 253 pounds. At, at pregnant weight yeah. and words. I'm sitting right next to Chelsea Chelsea's the size of my arm. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, it's just like you finally said, you know what, That's yeah, it. enough enough. Uh, yeah. enough.
3: And, you make and, the lifestyle right, change right. choice. So it yeah. just
1: goes to show you everybody yep. out there and, and everyone that emails us and talks to us and asks questions. Yep. It has to start with you. Internal. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry yep. about what the 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 Instagram and the social media nope. and celebrities that you may follow. Focus nope. on you. Yep. Baby steps. Yep. Just mm-hmm. like we always say. Yeah. Moderation. Yep. You started slow. Yep. You started to learn. And let me tell you what, guys out there. I watch this girl start from pushing a mop.
2: Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay.
1: In the gym. Janitor.
2: All For right. a free. Every membership. morning,
1: coming in, cleaning our gym. And there's certain people in the gym that took her under the wing and really helped her. But to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your behind, you already knew what you wanted to do. Yeah. So when you and I started talking, I already knew this girl was ready to roll. Yeah. And the first thing I said to her is, we need to get you trained. Mm-hmm. and she looks at me and goes, "I want to train so bad, yeah. oh, I, I just want to train." I am like so I'm gonna bad make it yeah. because yep. you know when you do yep. it as long as I've done it, yep. you know it's just like with you on the radio, Tosh. You know when you see someone or hear someone, mm-hmm. you're like, "Okay, I that person has a, a, a voice for this." Mm-hmm. I have that you have that ear. They have that. It's just like when yeah. I see someone in the gym training, or you know, you're they your, have your that work fire. ethic, whether it's in the gym right. or whether it's pushing a mop yep. as stupid as it may sound right now I treated it like you my church start somewhere <laughs> yep. and you yep. did and you did an amazing yep. job and I cannot you. tell you and everybody out there it is possible Absolutely, you just have to basically be closed-minded yep. and yep. just do it mm-hmm. and it yep. goes along with the training mm-hmm. the food yep. the diet Everything. Yep. And you it make probably that lifestyle. Made commitment. you change yep. everything around. And, and yeah, now that's what you yeah.
3: do. And now it's not even so interesting. It's not even about the aesthetics anymore. Like, it's great. Like, I, I look better than I ever have. And I'm in my 30s. I've never thought that I'd look this good. But it has nothing to even do with that as much. It's more of how I feel someone and my, my lifestyle. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you got to <laughs> you know feel it. Oh, like, <laughs> everything you <laughs> went through feel you yourself over inspiring. Okay. So
2: you're saying. I got to move over because
1: that booty started to push me. out of to look. I'm rolling over to the side here. <laughs> You can't hear me. It's because Joseph's booty's pushing me all the way. Can you still hear me on mic too?
3: Oh, I specialize in glute exercises. And I can attest to that because I've
1: seen her trainer glutes and it's nonstop.
3: Yes. So but yes, Tosh, it is it's I get more fulfillment out of um, the lifestyle that I've built for mm-hmm. myself through this. Like, it all started in a different spot, but now what keeps me here is the lifestyle that I've built for myself, where, you know, it, it's growing pains with any kind of change like this. Like, there has been growing pains because it was uh, a little bit of a lonely road. And initially, you know, I got a lot of people laughing at me or saying I couldn't do it or this or whatever, XYZ. But you know what? When you make that decision to make that lifestyle change because it's what you want, the, the world opens its doors, man. And it yeah. becomes such a beautiful world. And all world. those
2: people that were naysayers are yeah. now asking you, how, did how you do you do, do it? it? What do you and do? Can it? I come in? Yep. Now Chelsea's running Colorado Springs Crunch. She's out yeah. there doing bigger things. And yeah. that I'm telling you, man.
3: And, there, you know, for everybody that says, like, well, there's always, there's always an excuse. And I've had them. Whether it be I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have the resources, I don't know what I'm doing. Neither did I. But once you make that lifestyle change mm-hmm. that no matter what, you are going to figure it out, you will figure it out. I promise you. So I I didn't have money for a gym membership. So what did I do the first time I could work as I was in the, you know, the Haven Pier 1 program? I'm going to work in a gym. I didn't care how, what, what position I was going to get. I wasn't working in a gym. So Crunch Fitness offered me a janitor position. Nailed it. Okay, foot in the door. I'm going to work at this gym. Now, I'm around trainers. I'm going you know, to ask questions. I'm going to watch people. You wouldn't leave me alone. Nope. <laughs> but do you know
2: what I love I about you right? is that you were so determined. You didn't care where at the Mm-mm. bottom you started. You just nope. wanted to get a foot in yep. to get to where you, you wanted to go. Absolutely. Determined. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Determined
1: yep. and committed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and that one word you used. You surrendered everything. Surrender. Wow. For the lifestyle
3: change. Checking googey bumps. You know, you have to have some humility (laughs) because you have to ask for help. Like, not everybody, I don't care what you look like or if you're a trainer or whatever you are, not everybody started here. We didn't walk into the gym with a handbook knowing what to do. I asked questions. I looked like a fool a lot of the times. I'd have a broomstick practicing my lifts. I'm an Olympic lifter now, but I knew I wanted to do it. And I'd practice with a broom and asking Mm. for help. I looked like, I'm sure it looked silly, but I didn't care because I wanted it. So if you ask for help, you'll get it. If you look for help, you'll get it. You just have to be committed enough to change your life and make that lifestyle change, and you'll get it. And it happens a lot faster than Mm -hmm. you think. And, um, you know, it's been such a beautiful ride, and I've had so much help. I I, I love you guys. Dave Tosh, Crunch, everybody I wouldn't have been able to be where I'm at and this life has changed um, and it's turned into something so much more. I just wanted to be healthy and happy and get out of my life of addiction And now you know it's perpetuated into a situation where I am a trainer. Um, I'm you You're know helping I, other people yeah, heal yeah
2: in so many ways yep. they all have different whys yeah. you know like yep. let me ask you this as a person that's going through substance abuse, what do you, why do you think people are so embarrassed to talk about it?
3: shame um fear of judgment fear of not being able to progress in their life whether it be uh, social or whether it be um through their job status or whatever the reason is um fear like everything results to fear Mm -hmm. Uh, at the end of the day people will not progress living in fear and not being transparent
2: so with with that are you like when you look at your life like wow I'm so happy that I put my whole self out there like I opened my entire book every single layer Mm -hmm. when you look at what you did and what you probably what you could have not done yeah like how does that make you feel like you could have been quiet about it
3: so and that's how I was the first time is I was quiet about the first couple of years Mm. you know my first round and it it stayed and it, it grew and it, it kept festered. Oh. Yes. So this go around when I got into crunch and I, yeah. I met everybody that I worked with. I, pff, I'm going to book like, I don't care. Like That's this is it. who I this am. Is me. This is what I'm going through. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is how I'm getting so there. More yes.
2: Yes. Instead of so yes. heavy and judged.
3: Yes. You've been toting mm-hmm. that around for years yes. and now look at you. And and I've met so many people that I get fulfillment out of being able to be like, oh yeah, I go through that too. Oh yeah, I feel that too. Even I've when I was there. the janitor, like I used to just kind of walk around and talk about what yeah. I'm going through. She looked awesome when she walked around. <laughs> I didn't around even
1: know. With and, the didn't even going <laughs> and she was doing lunges with the portable vacuum up and down our track. Yeah, my you gosh. know what I'm saying? I mean, I was like, okay, get this girl is committed. <laughs> you you I gotta talk to this girl for sure. But I do, I have a question and not to not to like open book yeah not to yeah. like like bring this down but but i think a lot of people will understand and, and relate to this so you get up to the top yeah you're sitting pretty mm-hmm. tash you know what i'm gonna say because you're with me all the time what in the event that you feel like you ever wanted to go back to that dark mm-hmm. place which of course you've compartmentalized it you've sealed it off
2: yeah what do you
1: do it where do you go if you ever feel like everything's Mm -hmm. kind of coming down on you again Mm -hmm. where most people would probably relapse again or Mm -hmm. go to that place because they become numb and they become immune to life and existence like well i i can do it this one time what do you do to get that that demon out of that head to be like you know what chels let's roll
3: so actually it's um lifting and um going to the gym it's definitely a huge building block in my maintenance plan however um
1: so that's what you call it a maintenance plan yeah
3: and recovery like i live in recovery and I, i genuinely feel like what that looks like for different people is different however if you're not working on your recovery whatever that looks like for you whatever kind of building blocks and support that you have, you're working on your next relapse. So, for me, mm. I stay... To go back to that yes. again. Right. I stay very, very close um, knit with people that are struggling that are new into recovery that are um, mm-hmm. just kind of figuring it out and feeling it out. I stay very close and I... Um, I utilize the support that I have, mm-hmm. that I've gotten, and then I pass that along and I give that back to other people. And so many people are so yes. quick to
1: be like, oh, that's stupid. And no, I'm not going to reach out to people. I don't that's need because that. They, it's just one time I'm going to go back to that. That's because
3: they really don't want it. I agree, it. Yep.
1: because they close yep. that off. It's right. like, I can do this on my own. Yep. No. But in all honesty, yep. you, really you really still need that you support really need that. system. Yeah. And
3: you need that reminder in your face of oh, I've been there, and I don't want to go back. Yeah. Right. Like that, right. lo- I remember that. Right. So here, I'm going to I'm gonna pass this ball to you. We're going to play a game of basketball. I'm going to help you because eventually I'm going to be in a bad place, and I want you to be okay to pass mm-hmm. that ball and back to And I think me, the one thing know? I will say, right. and, of course,
1: I can't really answer this, but I can probably speak for you, too. Tosh, definitely I can for you because I know you so well. Chelsea, definitely you as well because I know you so well as well. One thing I think we're leaving out, and this goes out to all the moms and dads out mm-hmm. there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You look at your kid. Yep. That's the biggest thing I Huge. feel. Not having kids, well, but being pushed to be like, it's time. Yep. Like, yeah, but old. you know, Let's and roll. I
2: got to say this in all fairness, this story is not about me, this is all about Chelsea's right. story, but I was in a relationship with a person who was on heavy drugs. And it didn't matter. He's still a drug addict. Maybe not
1: him, but I'm saying as a mom, Mm -hmm. there's that bond you guys have that nobody can break. And, you know, I feel like maybe yourself, and and maybe you can just talk on this quickly. Don't you think that looking at that child, knowing that they need you, that's a huge, huge, Mm -hmm. like. Don't do it. Just don't so, do it. But does it not really have an effect
3: when you're that when far I, into it? When I relapsed, my child was six months old. Good question. And question. yeah, no, it was a, no, great, it was question. a great question yeah. because everybody's and, different. Yes. A different answer. And right. so yeah. this is another uh, pro- pro- like propellant of why I'm so big into health and fitness as well as my daughter, mm-hmm. who is about to be six. And um, I want to be able, without forcing her, I want to lead by example of what mm-hmm. is a healthy lifestyle, what looks like. So I bring her in the gym with right. me. You I don't force... Yes, yes. and I oh, like yeah. you bring yes. the little guys to the yes. Yes. They yes. love yep. it. They I love do. being And you there. show them what to be about. Right. I mean, what I grew up... Yeah. Not that my parents... My parents are fairly clean cut, but they smoked, they drank. You know, they weren't living a very healthy lifestyle. My mom was a bartender, so I grew up in a bar. Right. Imagine that. Yeah. So if my daughter grows up in a gym I'm hoping and it, she's so cute now like she does she she wants to eat healthy like mom she walks around the house and she'll be like mom mom can I eat this does it make me healthy does it make me strong no, feel my muscles feel my exactly, muscles yeah. Yeah.
1: if you integrate that yep. at a young age yes like becomes do, a part of it becomes the norm it they become it's the norm, the norm. So it's like you know when they say oh yep. mcdonald's is a special right. treat right. now right oh my and then right. a lot of kids will be like I don't want that and like, well, yeah. that's how my daughter I don't is want that. yeah so that's how my sons are do you have to take every fun thing out no of course not. But you got to be but a good example. I, yes. think, I think that yeah. more and more people, Chels, like you said, mm-hmm. and again, you, you were really on point with this, especially with what we do, mm-hmm. it, it, it starts with the parent, it starts with the people that you respect and you're around all the time. Okay. Your mentors. If you see them drinking all the time, you're going to follow suit and yep. probably drink a little You way. are what
2: you surround yeah, you yourself with. Yep. And, and you know, the that, is, really that is
1: completely true. And you know, I just want all our listeners to understand, it's like, you know, if you have a spouse or a partner, man or woman, and, and they're not kind of following that lifestyle, mm. that doesn't mean you don't have to. Right. You know, and they may make jokes of, about it, and they may yep. make stab at you so and what? make things at you. Oh, you don't but drink? The, reason, so don't. Why, so the I don't. reason why is because... They're not disciplined enough, yep, yep. and they don't have the yep. commitment enough to yep. do it.
3: It's just, and you know what? And, yeah.
1: and it's just it's just them being biased because they're like, well, I don't know why you have to go so serious all the time. And it's like because this is what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I'm serious so about my life. You got or, one or, life. Or, or yep. Shut your yep. mouth. Just exactly. either support it or, or shut me. up. I
3: agree. Yeah, exactly. And when you're getting those growing pains that I'm talking about, like there's a simple saying that I, I still continue to use: when it's healthy for your life. The people that mind don't matter, and the people that matter don't, don't mind. Mm. So if they want to jump on your bandwagon and ride the train that you're about to lead into this healthy lifestyle, they will. And the ones that matter will stay around, and they will join that travel with you. And if they if they don't, then they don't. Yeah. And it will filter out how it is. But once you make that lifestyle commitment, you are on the right path. Yeah. You will reap the rewards and the blessings later down the line but it is growing pains with any kind of change like that there's growing pains but you stay firm with what it is that your values Mm -hmm. your boundaries what your wants and desires are for you and um the people that want it will help propel you the people that don't they won't just fall off yep and you know, sometimes it's a little bit harder than others because it might be a little bit closer—significant others, family members. But at the same time, you find they'll your respect right people you. Yeah, you gotta yeah. find your good people. Yep. You got one You gotta around. find your people. Yep. You got one yeah. Dude, You don't have to live for
2: people. i you gotta yep. live that mama mentality. You got one go around,
1: yep. exactly. And shout out—you know—rest mm-hmm. in peace, our boy oh, Kobe. I mean, gosh. I watched that tribute. I was—it's affected that was everybody in I mean,
2: so many different ways. I love that
1: boy. I mean, I grew up with him, and but that's a whole other subject. But we have one life, and. You got a second chance.
2: You did. And you took advantage of it. You're such an amazing person. Taking advantage
1: of it and really making yourself something out of it. Yeah. And I personally commend you. I've known you a long time, and, and I'm glad you're here with us. And when they told us that we were bringing you on, I was really elated because it's like, you deserve <laughs> to tell this story. And you have come so far, and yeah. I cannot tell you how much respect, not only myself, but the whole group that yes. we are surrounded with at the gym do love and support you. Yeah. And we cannot exactly. tell you enough. You're an inspiration, honey. Seriously. I'm so thankful that you came today, that
2: you opened up, that you're right now somebody's listening and you're actually helping them. So, in their head, probably right now they're listening, they're probably saying, Where did Chelsea go? How can I get in contact with Chelsea so I can get into that type of lifestyle and start walking the right way? So, what is your social media so everybody can follow you? Yeah,
3: absolutely. So, you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. It's super simple. It's Chelsea Secord, C H E L S E A S E C O R D. Um, I am an open book. I am here to help. That's honestly how I get fulfillment, and I, I how find you yeah, I find payment in helping people. So oh whether gosh. it be in the gym, yes. um, you know, I, I'm down in the springs. I work at a, I'm the GM down at Crunch North Colorado Springs, but I am all over the place. I live in Aurora, so you know, I am I'm here to help. Like that is, it, it brings meaning to what happened. It brings meaning to the unfortunate series of events that happened the past several years. It. It makes it all worthwhile that I get to help people going through... Anything that's similar and get them on the other side. That's there it. is hope. There is light. If you can do it, they can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stay focused. Absolutely. Chelsea, you have to write a
2: book. We spoke about <laughs> this. You gotta make sure you write a book, but yeah. we love you and we, we, thank, we, you we, <laughs> we thank you for stopping by today. We love you. You are a
3: superwoman in our yeah. eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. You I wouldn't thank be you. I wouldn't be here without all the support that you You wouldn't be here guys. if you didn't take the
2: right steps to be where you are. Yep.
3: Just make that decision. We love you. Thanks. I love you guys too.
2: We'll see you at Super Circuit Saturday. March 7th. I forget how to say it. Super Circuit didn't, I didn't Saturday. Super
1: Circus Saturday. There you go. Super <laughs> Circus Saturday. We're going to have
2: March 7th. junk
1: yard training. <laughs> yes. That was for you. Cryotherapy. AKA cupping. Dog. Cupping b 12 shots to We got it all. We're going to have sandwiches. Oh, I'm going to get crumble out there for some the, cookies. Yeah, I'm going oh to be at the table. Because eating. it just goes to show you if you do the circuit, then you get fed. A get a cookie. And it's free. Get yourself a shot of, med- of so energy bomb. and give yourself a cookie.
2: Dude, check in <laughs> time is at 9:45. Make sure you meet us at Crunch Fitness Chambers in Mississippi, March seventh, we love you. Anything you a want blast. to say? D. Maybe, just maybe, what I will get on the mic one Remember day. Out. Follow Big Dave's Power, Power Half, Half Hour. Hour on social media <laughs> at Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia.